You're listening to the Big Finish Weekly Podcast. It might even be the 28th of November 2016. How exciting. My name's Benji. I'm a sound designer and a person. And now... (laughs) To, to cure your weekday blues, it's uh, broadcasting from the tranquil repose. Some call him the great healer. I call him Nicholas Briggs. Executive producer, Dalek connoisseur, and all-round great chap. Here he is now. Cue Nick. <laughs> the great healer. Well, I could hear. Anyway, hello, etc. It says here. <laughs> I always fail to improvise when I make a note to improvise in the script. Hello, etc. Etc. You may already know this, but I feel obliged to tell you that Big Finish are the purveyors of fine audio drama and audio books. Things like Doctor Who, Torchwood, Blake Seven, The Avengers, The Prisoner, Survivors, The Omega Factor, literally loads of stuff. Check us out at bigfinish.com. Seriously, you'll love it. Benji, how does a Big Finish podcast work. Right now, listen up here, because I'm going to tell you right now. <clears throat> well, in a moment, we'll be imparting the Big Finish news, which will be followed by listeners' emails, a guest star interview, the randomoid selectatron, and a roundup of the latest releases. Then we'll finish things off with a superb slice of space age drama in the form of Dan Dare. Very good. You sounded a bit like uh, a character from The Simpsons. <laughs> Who's the boss? Oh, what do you mean, uh, Smithers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns, that's it, right. Ah, oh, yes, oh, you mentioned Dan Dare there. Yes, highly recommended. Uh, along the way, there'll be trailers, insights, and a good deal of sheer incompetence, as you've probably already gathered. By the way, Benji, what about the guest star interview? What about it, Nick? Well, Benji... <laughs> I'm going to give you a choice. Ooh. I haven't written it in the script, so I'm going to have to remember. Uh, so I am going to surprise you. Uh, you choose from the following names. Um, that's Sarah Sutton, I mean, yeah. Uh, Sophie Aldred. Uh, John Levine. Uh, Neve McIntosh. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Yeah. You see, straight away, I was, I was angling towards Sophie there. Yeah. But actually, Neve has just been in uh, the latest Survivors box set, which has just come out. So it almost feels like it feels like a fitting thing to do to to, to put Neve into the the field. Okay, there. so so, without, so you don't yeah, care about Sophie Aldred yeah. or, or or John Levine. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, going to turn this into an insult to the people not selected. No, brilliant. So okay, it will be uh, an interview with uh, Madame Vastra herself and and General Silurian. Uh, Neve, who's a, a real sci-fi fan, you know. Really? So fant- yeah, it was really interesting to chat to her about it. I'd never, I'd never knew that about her. Okay, yes. Yeah, so, so she'll be our guest. I interview coming up after the big finish. Listeners' glorious emails that will be. But first, let's go to the Max. Who's Max? Sorry, couldn't resist there. <laughs> go, uh, go to the max or whatever it's, it is the name of the piece of music. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. This is the Big Finish News. I'm just going to leave that without any comment from me, apart from that comment about uh, there being no comment. Just be, it's, it's just going to be, oh, he's had it again, isn't he? Here we go. He's, he's having too much fun. 1960s TV's most iconic duo are back, the Avengers, Steed and Peel. Out on the 28th of November, which might even be today, are two, yes, two, releases in Big Finish's The Avengers, Steed and Peel range. First up, The Avengers, Steed and Peel, the comic strip adaptations, volume two, stars Julian Wadham and Olivia Poulet as John Steed and Mrs. Emma Peel in four quirky, bizarre, magnetic audio adventures based on the 1960s The Avengers comic strip in Diana magazine. Here's the flipping trailer. Whoa! Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. My name is John Steed and this is Mrs. Emma Peel. Delighted. The Avengers, the Mrs. Peel comic adaptations. Volume 2. England, with all the funny gentlemen in their bowling hats. How does it feel to be the lady in the company of a brave, bold knight? 
Sir Lancelot Steed. I'm afraid this is a gentleman's club. That's right. I'm looking for a gentleman. Tarquin Stradley. Milliner to millionaires, hatter to high society. What's a chinchilla doing on top of a taxi? Pitching a lift. Steed, don't move. There's a rattlesnake sliding up the arm of the sofa. Don't look at me like that. It's not breaking and entering if it's open. Lair of a crackpot inventor, if ever I saw one. I'm so glad we're faced with something perilous and life-threatening rather than an entertaining weekend. Oh, of course, they've got a tank. <laughs> two gorillas in a hospital ward? Uh, two angry gorillas. My afternoon was rather explosive. I've never had a bowler do that before. And God save her highness. Because nobody else will. Steed and Peel must die. You must be terminated. You're doomed, John Steed. Doomed! I'm not in control. I can't steer it. Let's jump. We'll be killed. We'll be killed anyway. <laughs> Big finish. We love stories. And the episodes in this box set are... Playtime is over. A series of impossible robberies have plagued London. Steed and Peel find themselves up against some very deadly children. The Antagonizer. Scientists have died in unusual circumstances and Steed and Peel find themselves up against a deadly weapon. The Mad Hatter. Uh, must look at the screen when I'm reading the script. A dastardly assassination plot is being prepared and only Steed and Peel can stop it. The Secret Six. An invitation to a fancy dress party leads to murder and the world's six deadliest criminals will stop at nothing to make sure Steed and Mrs. Peel die. <laughs> well, we did say two releases, didn't we? Well, also available is a glorious book packed with the original, beautifully illustrated comic strips on which these audio ad- ad- on which these audio adaptations are based. <laughs> Thank you for nearly saying that. Available as either an e-book or a paperback. E-book. Uh, the Avengers. E-E. I've got a book here. Um, <laughs> the Avengers, Steed and Peel, the comic strips, collects together for the first time the strips originally published in the Diana magazine comic thingy in 1966 and 1967. The book also contains interviews with some of those who've brought the Avengers back to life for Big Finish. And if you haven't yet delved into our Avengers range, there are two free episodes available to download at bigfinish.com and they are Tunnel of Fear starring Steed and Dr. Keel and The Miser featuring Steed and Mrs. Peel. Go get him, champ. Mrs. Peel as opposed to Dr. Keel. <laughs> uh, now... We leap forward into the extreme-ish future for a very early podcast-exclusive announcement. Low on detail and high on tease factor, here it is. 2018 and 2019 mark two very important anniversaries for us here at Big Finish. 2018 is the 20th anniversary of Big Finish Audio Productions, and 2019 marks the 20th anniversary of Doctor Who at Big Finish. So consider this a very 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 early tease that special things will be happening we started back in 1998 by releasing the adventures of bernice summerfield and to commemorate our tradition of innovation and top class audio adventures we'll be bringing you something very new and unexpected and we think rather brilliant we're biased naturally but plans are afoot stay tuned for more details in the coming months and by new and unexpected, we're going to be playing all the Big Finish audio dramas backwards at <laughs> half speed. And, and yes, it's, it's totally innovative. It's wonderful. It'll just blow your mind. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Nick, so talking about that then, what about 2019? Ah, well, that's, as I said, 20 years of Doctor Who at Big Finish. A bit of a monster anniversary. David Richardson and I have laid our plans. Jason's given them the green light. And Alan Barnes' mind is ticking away twice the speed it normally does uh, lots of special stuff in the doctor who range to celebrate our 20th doctor who anniversary again stay tuned for more teases over the next year or so yes it's a monster of an anniversary 20 years eh oh, that's exciting though isn't it 20 years 
Just think yeah. of all the great street parties across the country that will be taking place to celebrate this momentous anniversary. I can't wait. Looking forward to it, guys. Looking you were five years old when Big Finish started doing Doctor Who. I was, and I was a big fan. <laughs> wow, I wasn't. I, 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 I could barely talk. Found- that's incredible. I know it's horrible, isn't it? I, I hate being being young. It's it's no it's, don't. Well, I love being young, but it makes you feel weird when when things like that, like you were five years old when we started. Yes, yeah, so it's sort of disturbing to me that I was a really fully functioning adult. <laughs> there you go. Oh well, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Awkward. Um, <laughs> India Fisher, Charlie Pollard herself, steps back behind the microphone to give us the latest Doctor Who short trip. Released on the 30th of November, Doctor Who short trips, The Man Who Wasn't There, written by range producer Ian Atkins and read by India Fisher. Here, ladies and gentlemen, is the trailer. Charlie glanced along the narrow path, as she had done periodically all morning. It was as empty as it had been since a curious monkey an hour ago. Actually, no, it wasn't. Doctor, there's someone there. Is this him, your fabled explorer, Marchmont? Mom Marsh, Doctor. And no, it isn't. Charlie stood and took a step towards the crouching, nervously peering man. He was naked save for a loincloth, his dark skin gleaming in the sunlight. Hello? she asked slowly and loudly. The man backed away and made a low sound which to Charlie's ears was almost but not quite words. I don't understand you, Charlie said carefully. The man's response was just as before. I'm looking for a man, Marsh, man, like him, she indicated the doctor. He has climbed mountain today, big mountain. She pointed to the peak that loomed over the landscape. The man looked at the doctor, then at the mountain, and said a word that could have been a question. Yes, Charlie said. Mountain. Is that mountain, doctor, do you think? Mom Marsh has climbed it. Can you help us? She glanced at the doctor. Is there something wrong? Big finish. We love stories. Someone's just rung my doorbell. Hold on a sec. Might be something important. Could be Just India Fisher. In I wonder what Nick's got for us. Could be anything. It's getting tense. Oh, I think he's hit somebody. Oh, blimey. Oh, no, he's running back. <laughs> Sorry about that. Did you just wallop him? <laughs> Hold on, I haven't got the things in. Right. Yeah, I've, 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 I was doing a bit of commentary anyway, so, you know. It was, uh, it was a delivery for, uh, well, for my wife, but because it's Christmas coming up, things keep arriving because they're all presents for Ben, you know. It's always difficult, isn't it? Because sometimes as well, like, even if it's addressed to you, you start, like, if you're ordering online, you start to worry in case, like, you click the wrong thing like you know if you say deliver to so-and-so or you're just being really quick and then it goes to the wrong person or something like that it's it's incredibly stressful i always find i don't do it so it's fine the only person <laughs> i uh, the only person i order for on uh, amazon is me uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, the man who wasn't there by the way which is what we just played the trailer for some time back is exclusively available on download. Subscriptions are available for all 12 releases uh, this year or 2017 or 2018, while a bundle collecting the 12 2015 Short Trips Tales is also available. Check out bigfinish.com for details. You know you want to. Mm. And just a reminder that the other Doctor Who short trips available include the Rarities range and Doctor Who Forever Fallen by Joshua Winisco. A free title available from the 29th of December in memory of Big Finish's Paul Sprague. Join the short trips next month when we celebrate Christmas with James Goss's seventh Doctor story, The Hesitation Deviation. Lots to be excited for. And now... It's literally the end of the news. There it goes. Off it flutters into the winds of time. 
Oh, that was emotional. Oh. Time now for the Big Finish listeners' emails. And remember, you, yes, you, can email us at podcast at bigfinish.com with almost literally anything within reason, please, obviously. <laughs> Please, but but we've been receiving a lot of fun stuff. So you know, this is this is possibly my favourite bit of the uh, the podcast because I, I deliberately uh, when when Nick sends through the stuff, I always have a read to see what we're doing. But I deliberately leave these out because I always think it's a little bit more fun to to discover what wonders <laughs> awaits us from the minds of the wonderful fun fun stroke dangerous fun stroke dangerous. So internet hive mind, release yourselves. Dear Big Finish. Oh, this one's from Jack France. Good name. Dear Big Finish. First off, I have to say how much I enjoy the audiobooks and audio drama that you produce from some of my favourite series, from Doctor Who to The Omega Factor. However, of late, I've noticed that whenever I watch a new television series, the curse, in inverted commas, of Big Finish sets in. My mind drifts towards thinking of any unseen adventures that could fit between the episodes. <laughs> thinking of which of my favourite Big Finish writers would fare in its universe and what kind of cover art you guys would dream up. Two recent series I have watched that I can think you clever people would acclimatise to well were... ITV's Primeval, oh yes, not a bad one, and the BBC's Being Human, very nice choices, they both seem like the perfect fit for you, and I would love to see new adventures exploring the lore and mythology of these series. Anyway, I was just wondering if you guys feel the same way whenever you watch a TV series, even if it's something silly, like (laughs) Home and Away, that is something silly, isn't it? (laughs) Thanks and keep up the good work, Jack France. I Jack love this idea. I love this idea that we can really overthink what happens in between TV programs. So, what about the news? <laughs> I'd love to see what the characters and that get up to, and it's not. On yeah, the yeah. Unfortunately, we find out in the next bulletin, uh, <laughs> and it's worse than before. It's worse than you can mm. imagine. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that, um, Jack. Jack, Jack France, that's a good name, isn't it? It it's, is a good name. We, we, know, we want someone called Frederick Germany next up, don't we? <laughs> and Arthur Switzerland. <laughs> Where's the rest? <laughs> that's what I want to know. I, could, I couldn't think of any good character names for my script, so I've named them all after countries. Billy Bell. Bill Canada. <laughs> Norman Belgium. <laughs> Harry Irish. My name is James. James Norway. <laughs> it's amusing me. I like anyway, it, mate. No, Frank, I d- Frank no, Finland. No, Jack. I don't, I don't do that. Do you do that? Do you, um, primeval and being human are two things that we have entertained possibilities of, but nothing um, has emerged. Let me put it that way, tactfully. That's yeah, an interesting... I, 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 I sometimes think some characters... You know, you think these characters can sometimes have more to them if they were given the chance uh we got that great series tucker's luck uh from grange hill to so <laughs> it just shows the possibility if you can do it with tucker you can do it with anybody there you go that's true yeah <laughs> uh, john leeson appeared in an episode of that you know playing a photographer what in tucker's luck and uh, at, at a wedding yeah in a wedding thing yeah. Cool. yeah i just a little bit of trivia i know because a friend of mine john wadmore who's also been in big finish back, back in the past uh, he uh, he was in that episode. I was in Tucker's Luck with John Leeson. Yeah. There we go. You learn mm. something new every single day. And that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is good. <laughs> That's uh, You're like a Revenge of the Cybermen, Cyberman. It is good. <laughs> now, look. <laughs> uh, I love the Revenge of the Cybermen. Let's fire our head guns. Um, <laughs> oh, I get a headache every time I kill someone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me walk out this door menacingly. In flares. Leader, my head is wobbling. Uh, right. Um, <clears throat> next up is from Mario Garcia, who is one of our favourite contributors. Hello, Nick and Co. Mario here again. I'm excited to tell you that I was out on the ice the other day with my digital recorder. And what should I hear but Sontarans skiing? Please enjoy the clip. Here it is. Oh, no. oh, no. oh, no. 
Keep up the great work. Yours truly, Mario Garcia. I was trying to say his name in reverse then. Uh, it's your fault, Benji, because you set the challenge, didn't you, for I, people I did. to send in I something Sontar and skiing. So there we, there I, we have I am it. just, I'm absolutely overwhelmed by just how wonderful these are. And that in particular was the greatest pick-me-up to ever hear in the morning. Waking up, strolling to the computer... And hearing Sontaran skiing, it just it blew my mind. There's another one later, a video as well. I've watched it. I've watched yeah. it. But I'll, I'll I'll hold my thoughts. Yes. Once, until we get there. Okay. Thank you, Mario. So this next one up is from Jonathan Westall, not to be confused with Wester from Spyridon. Dear Nick and Benji. No. <laughs> I'm going to pour this bowl on your mouldy arm. Um, <laughs> wouldn't trust Thank him you. an inch. Would not trust him an inch. Uh, that's yeah. It's also John Leeson, isn't it? No, no it's, it's not. It's, it's Roy Skelton. It's Roy. It's Roy Skelton. Of course it is. <sighs> <laughs> yes, anyway. Thank you for reading out my latest email a couple of months back. It really made my day. Well, there's my doorbell. <laughs> That's your door. Do you want to go answer it in the tradition of... Uh, it yeah, could be go your on father then. locked I think outside. It, I think it's my great new labyrinth game. I'll be right back. <laughs> great new labyrinth game. Well, there we are. Uh, Benji has left for a while. It only remains to me to um, to fill in. I think. I think, in all honesty... Dear listener, uh, I will put an edit in here. And as if by magic, Benji will have returned. Yeah, I'll do the edit now, I think. Is that now? Yeah, now. <laughs> was it good? Uh, it was for me. It was some dodgy parcel from China. So, <laughs> d- don't know what that was all about. Dodgy, it wasn't addressed eh? to me, so... Not going to wonder was it anymore. From, uh, was it from someone called John China? <laughs> yeah, it's from my mate John China. <laughs> He's emailed in. Um, he, yeah. he couldn't do it, so he sent it via post. Albert Peking. <laughs> I, sp- I suppose I should probably restart this email, shouldn't I? Go on, then. Because I can't remember where I was at, you see. So yeah, uh, yeah. this is from Jonathan Wester, not from, to be confused yeah. with Wester again. Dear Nick and Benji, thank you for reading out my last email a couple of months back. It really made my day. Oh. I still continue to purchase your stories from the Big Finish Void. More yeah, recently- Despite us reading out his email, hasn't put him off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he had, he had, a, he had a, bit, a bit of a wobble and he thought, nah, I can't, can't resist. I still continue to purchase your stories from the Big Vinish Void. More recently, I've started listening to Survivors and Charlotte Pollard, which are all of your stories absolutely brilliant. As are, 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 which are as all of your stories absolutely brilliant. Sort of read strange that, but I'll let it slide. Uh, I have two questions that I would like to ask you. Exciting stuff. Brace yourselves, Nick. Mm-hmm. All two of you. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh, hold on. Oh, uh, I think that was um, George Netherlands. <laughs> Frank Finland. <laughs> and, and a state agent. <laughs> okay, so number one. Is there... I'll answer these questions as we go along. Okay. Okay. Is there definitely going to be a third series of Terrorhawks? Yes. Okay, when are you going to reveal the release months of the second volumes of Doctor Who Classic Doctor's New Monsters and the Churchill Years? Very soon. Thank you. Oh, I've started, so I'll finish. I hope... (laughs) There's no more questions. No, that's it. I was bracing myself for that. Never mind. I hope I get to hear you read out this email on your podcast, as I enjoy listening to it every week, especially for the news and random banter that you do so well. (laughs) Bantasaurus, guys. Buck up, he says. Many thanks and buck up. Yeah. That was Jonathan Westall. Yes, we have had uh, many buck up emails because of my inappropriate, angry reading of uh, Miles Cook. I, I think that's the name. I remember his name for some reason. Um, his email uh, chiding us about uh, the um, episode count in Tom Baker Adventures, and I turned it into a rant. And it wasn't a rant at all, but I think I explained that. 
But yes, buck up has become a little bit of a catchphrase. Well, it's, it's so kind let of me buck out, up. It's worked out to our advantage, though, because in days where, you know, I'm doing some work and then I look over, I get distracted and I drift onto the Twitter sphere. It's usually accompanied by somewhere along the line a tweet saying buck up by somebody. So <laughs> it's just become this sort of, I think, oh, God, yep, it's no, good. I better get back. Need to buck as, up. I, as I may have said before, I had that said to me so many times at school. The whole school, you know, the headmistress would stand in front of the school and just say, I want you all to buck up. <laughs> anyway, buck up. Uh, finally for this edition, Alexander Basden. Yes, he's emailed in before. And his videos. Uh, Ninja Whippet Productions proudly presents a Sontar and Skiing. In, he says, in the event of the sound, let alone the video not working, here is a link to the video at my YouTube channel. Okay, well, here's the sound from uh, from Alexander's um, rather wonderful uh, video. I think we'll have to put a link in the podcast story on bigfinish.com. Oh, definitely. It's, it's, it's definitely worthy of a link because it's great fun, that video, actually. <laughs> Great, great fun. And he says it's made at the request of Benji Clifford from Big Finish Productions. I provided all the vocals and sound effects myself using a microphone and my best attempt. Well, it certainly was your best attempt, absolutely. Yes. And the Snable tennis video for anyone interested. Here we are, and here's the sound of that as well. Snable uh, tennis, that's amazing. Yes, you you asked them to do snake, the sound of snakes playing table tennis, and it's a great video, and, and it does, it sounds good as well. I think the thing about as, the snake playing table tennis, actually, just, just quickly, is he's gone above my expectation, because I had this idea of a snake playing table tennis against an opponent, but he's actually made the snake play against itself that is a stroke of absolute yes, genius oh yes i didn't notice that i thought it was two snakes but it's playing with yes the tail and the ma- mouth are both holding tennis rackets yes he said as almost heard seen on the big finish uh, productions <laughs> weekly podcast uh, i made the sound effects myself he points out again um he says while i have your attention my little brother has a question uh, Mitchell Basden asks, Hi Nick and Benji, would you ever consider doing an adaptation of ITV's 2007 uh, 20, to 2011 sci-fi drama Primeval as an audio series? Also mentioned in a previous email. That concludes Mitch's question. Thank you, Alexander. Uh, keep the challenges coming, Benji. Alexander Basden. P.S. Nick, what was it like in New York in the aftermath of the U.S. election? What a question. I went to a a convention, L.I. Who, Long Island Who. Uh, From what I've seen on the news, it looked like episode four of The Sunmakers. I can (laughs) confirm there was no incidental music from Dudley Simpson during my time in Long Island. I'll say no more than that. Um, Primeval, I refer the honourable gentleman to the answer I gave some moments ago, as they say in Prime Minister's Question Time in the uh, (laughs) British Houses of Parliament. I'm finished. (laughs) He's gone. He's he's just thrown his headphones and stamped on them and he's left. (laughs) I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm done. I'm done. I've had it. I'm done. <laughs> okay, well, that's the end of the emails. I suppose I should set some kind of challenge now. I sort of feel like the gauntlet has been thrown down in front of me. Thwap! That was it. There we go. So I suppose... Hmm. I can see your brain whirring. Oh, it is whirring. It is. How about, how about we go... Let's take it to our... Keep with the... <laughs> that, was, that was the brain whirring noise. <laughs> Thanks, Aurac. Please proceed, Benji. How about we have a snake uh, wearing a cat? What is it with no, you it's and not snakes? A snake. I meant, sorry, I was, I was thinking away. How about we have a cat wearing, oh. wearing a, a cap yeah. on a skateboard wearing away with a brain on its back? There we go. 
does that actually mean anything? No, okay, it doesn't. Oh, I don't know. It's in, no, it's fine. It's fine. That's the challenge. Leave it. Just leave it, Benji. Just leave it. Leave it. Leave it. You, and don't forget, you can write in to podcast at bigfinish.com. I thought I'd just mention that. Time now for our guest star interview, chosen by Benji from my list of avail- available interviews. <laughs> it's um, uh, Neve McIntosh, Madame Vastra. Bit of a sci fi fan. Have a listen to this. Yes, of course. I've got to agree with that. <laughs> oh, God. Up in the wig. Everyone, everyone loves the pop shield. It's like something out of Michael Benteen's potty time. Do you remember that? I do, yes. I Michael Benteen's potty time. The little, the little footprints, the little yes. um, invisible like gunfight, the OK Corral and stuff yes. they used to do. Entire battles. Yeah. So you join us talking about Michael Benteen's potty time. <laughs> now, hold on. <laughs> that sounds like someone using a potty. Anyway. Yes, I never thought of that. It's just happened now. Uh, so, Neve, do, does anyone ever call you Neve Campbell by mistake? Oh God, yes. Actually, oh, I've got so many, so many stories about that. Actually, but uh, and it's yeah, not. I, it's Macintosh. It's Macintosh. It's another Scottish name, but it's Macintosh. Can you can you tell me a repeatable story about that? Um, well, yeah, there was there was a chap I was seeing at one point, um, and he said <laughs> so. It was Valentine's, and he said, uh, "So, did you did you get?" Did you get the flowers? And I was like, no, oh my God, they've not come. There must have been a mix up at the florist or something. He went, yeah, I've sent you a dozen red roses and sort of thing for Valentine's. I thought, oh, that's lovely. And then he phoned me back a little bit later going, look, I'm, I'm really, really sorry, but um, I got my assistant to send you them. And she sent them to Neve Campbell, who's in the West End at the minute. So I've no idea what you put on the card. But Neve, Neve Campbell got my dozen red roses and a sexy message that was supposed to come to me. <laughs> <laughs> she probably gets that all the time. Yeah, yeah she yeah. probably thought it was, oh, she's just all fair with it now. Yeah, but I was like, where's my red roses? So no. Oh, blooming neck. Yep. <laughs> now, uh, I always try and make these interviews all about me. Uh, of course. <laughs> so when... Oh, hold on, my hand's slipping on this. Oh. Um, so when did we uh, When did we first meet? God, I think we first met at one of the... Was it Gallifrey? Or was yeah, it was, was it Gallifrey yeah. the first yeah, time yeah. three years ago? Something? Yeah, and a chap called David Bickerstaff introduced yes. me to. But, but I missed... I didn't know it was you. Oh, yeah, because I... Because I'd I not won't... seen you out of your... Lizard. I know, and I'm terrible as well because I just walk up going, hi, yeah, thinking everyone should know who I am, which is, yeah, very arrogant. But, uh, yeah, I forget sometimes I've got all of that on my face. I did it to Arthur. Went bounding up to him in the hotel bar. Hi, Arthur. He's like, uh, yeah, who are you, strange lady? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I have had that with other people who've worn prosthetics in Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. Who, yeah. And I, I give them that blank stare and they go, but we've been, we were talking all day yesterday. Yeah. Because oh, right. you do, you just forget that you're, you're so different in all of this. Yeah. Although once you know, you can of course see because there's the essential you coming through it. Yeah, because like, they yeah. kept my eyes and it's still my voice. They didn't muck about with my voice. No. For example, is, like you, you muck about with yours. For oh, the I Daleks. muck about with mine all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone recognises my voice in real life. Yeah. 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 I remember thinking uh, that, I suddenly saw you in the green room and you just were stretching your neck. Oh. And there, and it was just, and I suddenly thought, oh, it's, yes. Ah, right. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, because yeah, I do use a, a lot of that all yeah. the time. But you were just having a little neck moment. Yes. Oh, I know. As probably people sometimes do. Yeah, got to. Now, there are two main questions in this interview. Here, the first one is, uh, there's probably, you know, usually there's no decent answer from anyone about this which is like what is tingling your molecules about big finish at the moment have you heard any of the ones you've done or have you ever listened to any not yet not oh, yet because I need to get the John Hurt uh, War Doctor yeah. uh, I did I need to get a copy of that um, and I want to hear the survivors one that's out soon as well so oh, yeah, which is at incredible. the minute yeah I just only tease that but it's yeah incredible. I want to I want to hear it so at the minute I've not heard any of my stuff well, you play a fascinating character in that. We can't say anything about the character. No, we I mean, can't, can really, we? really, yeah. It's, she, yes. She's just, yeah, she's really interesting. All the all the morality of the, those two stories are Brilliant. really compelling, really, really interesting. And it's good also that when your character isn't in it, everyone's all talking about you. Yeah, that's, that's quite nice. Because she is the, yeah, she's I mean, quite a spectre, yes. if we can see that. And then, yes. but just a normal, normal woman. Um, so the second question you will be able to answer, which is what's uh, 
tingling your molecules about entertainment generally anything that you particularly like it could be anything oh, like gosh. a book or a tv series or a film or a play yeah. anything you you like at the moment oh at the moment god what do i like at the moment i'm, I'm sort of hunting around for a new sort of netflix yeah. thing to watch because i've kind of done everything yeah. i like i like doing that have you done Peaky Blinders? No, actually, I haven't done Peaky Blinders yet. I would recommend it. Yeah, I'd like I, to see I, it. I didn't get on with it to start with, right. but it, it won me over. It's tremendous, okay. so there's a recommendation. I'm going to try Westworld. Oh, yes. I'm not... You've got Sky Atlantic, have you? No, I don't. How can you oh, get it? Then? then I can't get it, can I? Because <laughs> I thought it was on somewhere else. I thought I'd it was like on to. a catch-up, but I'd like to see it, because, I, I mean, I remember seeing the original film <laughs> probably on telly maybe not quite in the cinema but no. I remember you know seeing it and thinking it was a really interesting idea but obviously they didn't have the effects that they have now so it'd be interesting to see where they take it yeah it's got a good cast in it is it like know? 28 million dollars an episode or something is it oh yeah. my no, lord not because to watch of it I mean CGI. to make it yeah <laughs> really I'm not paying that yeah <laughs> so bloody is, sky Atlantic <laughs> it's a quite expensive cast I think yeah yeah but, um, do you like your sci-fi then? I do like my sci-fi. I didn't know that. About yeah, you. Oh. I do. I mean, I've been a fan of Doctor Who since I was. You know, oh, have you really? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. My one of my earliest memories is uh, Planet of the Spiders when it changed from John Pertwee into Tom Baker, and then of course Tom Baker was my doctor. You know, like yes. most people who grew up there at that time. So have we had you in to do a Tom Baker one? No. Oh well, we should sort that out. I didn't know you. Were. Oh yeah, yeah no, yeah. please do. He's yeah. one of the people I would love to meet and work with. So yeah, yes, please, please, please. I'll, I'll turn, turn up, up on, on the right day <laughs> and on time <laughs> today as well. I was like, ah, oh, great. There's some kerfuffle at King's Cross, and I was like, ah, oh, the one day I'm trying to get there really early and be a good girl <laughs> the fates have other plans oh, well thank you I, I presume mm. there's nothing you'd like to add you know um no I mean sort of sci-fi wise oh actually Doctor Strange I want to go oh, and see yeah, Benedict then, Cumberbatch yeah. and Doctor Strange and see although I am starting to pull a little bit of all the Marvel comic stuff I know what you mean I'm not a big superhero fan myself not know, the so. sort of Marvel ones I mean the last Captain America I think it was Civil War I, I, I can't tell you what it was about I can't tell you why they were fighting I got really I hate to say this but bored of yeah. all, all the sort of fight CGI stuff is very good but it come, when it comes down to actually act, the acting and pacing of information scenes they, they've not got or they're, they're letting that slip I still want to be in one, please. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, too late. Yeah, that's it. But podcast, don't worry. And what about Star Trek? Do you just, do you yeah, Star I, d I do. But if I have the choice, I always go back to the original. Yeah. If it's on that's the on telly. Netflix. Yeah, I know. I know. I've been doing a bit of Star Trekking. Me too. Um, every now and again, Next Generation. Yes, I can do that. And Voyager, but I can't do Deep Space Nine or uh, Deep Sleep Nine, as my brother and what I. What about Enterprise? Mm. Never, never tried it. I tried it and. It does get better. Uh, yeah, I know it got a wee bit better because when they had to go all the way out to some. Cre no, I just I kind of, I don't know what it was. It, it didn't have the same magic for me. But maybe that's because I've changed, not it, rather oh, than yeah. that. But, so, but it just I, kind the of original, felt too. You can't beat the original. Can't beat, can't beat yeah. Spock and Captain Kirk and Bones yeah. and Uhura. Come on. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Do you have a favourite episode? I'm just trying to test how sad you are. How sad I am. Oh, <laughs> truly sad. Oh God, there's a few. There's quite a few. There's one, the one where Scotty thinks he's going mad because he, he gets into all these fights when they're on leave on the planet, but it's actually the people on the planet making everyone. There's all these different rooms and it's all dreamlike and made up. I can't think of that. That was good because it's a really good Scotty episode because, of course, Scotty. Even though he's about as Scottish as I am. Well, yeah, Doohan, yeah, he's, he's Irish, Canadian Irish, isn't he? Oh, so he is more Scottish. He's, he's okay, closer. Yeah, 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 yeah. closer <laughs> in the evolutionary scale. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I suppose that's it at the minute. I know there's a new Star Trek series coming out, but yeah. I'm a little bit... We'll see, we'll I see. I will certainly watch it. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it a bash, definitely. I haven't seen the last Star Trek film, actually, but I must catch up with that at some point. Yeah, the, the one before that is the best. Into Darkness. Uh, no, that's the, that's the last one. one, is Into Darkness, and now no, there's the another one, one, isn't there? Star Trek oh, Beyond that's right, has just, just come, come out. out. Yeah. yeah, I haven't, because I didn't like the Into Darkness one. Ah, uh, right. It wasn't about like the crew, it was, it was about one. some yeah. romance between Captain Kirk and Khan, and... Sorry, Wrath of Khan is such a good movie. Didn't have to spoil it. I was about to swear there. <laughs> you are a purist. Didn't have you? to rewrite yeah. it. No, well, I did. I did almost shout obscenities in the cinema <laughs> when Spock went con and like, no, no, I'm sorry, no. <laughs> I did. I, <laughs> I had a moment of 
no so yeah wow. but then that's just my gig my Your inner, inner gig. gig coming to the fore yeah thank you Neve. thank you Macintosh Macintosh ah. K- K- Macintosh Campbell <laughs> 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 Thanks, Neve. Thank you very um, much. That, that was uh, conducted during the recording of Unit Assembled, uh, which was hilarious fun with the old unit team and the new unit team getting together. And uh, as you'll see from the cover art that's been revealed, a bit of a uh, bit of Silurian action there. So Neve was there to be the Silurian. What lovely person she is! I absolutely uh, I love d- the, um, uh, the the behind the scenes photo as well. Of everybody together, I thought that was really nice. Yeah. Got got a li- little 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 tingles of happiness there. I was like, ah, oh. so there's there's the old gang. Rather wonderful stuff. And now there we go. It's time for us to activate our good friend Ran the Randomoid Selectatron. Not to be confused with Ran from Romania or Frank from. <laughs> Slovakia. No, it's Randomoid Selectatron from the planet Internet. And so that now we can have a bit of a chat about the release from the Big Finish archive. What could it be? Who knows? Courtesy of a Big Finish listener, Hannah Newman, I'm going to use this rather nice bit of software to randomly select a Big Finish release. Now... Getting quite tense. Getting it is. Tense. It gets tense. Because, of course, it ma- we say it's from the archive. It could be one that we released today. It, it, who knows? It... it it, the possibilities Ugh. are endless. All I can Ugh. tell you is the quote from Nicholas Briggs has now vanished. What? And it's been replaced with the words, Buck up. <laughs> Not even joking. It says buck up on the randomized electron. It's basically. It doesn't. It does. It says buck up. Oh, t- <laughs> Hannah. She's such a wit. Thank you, Hannah. <laughs> okay, well, Ran has spoken, and it's come up with number 25, Colditz. Which, oh, have, have, we, have we done Colditz before? I can't remember if, if we have. I, I like the story, I, but I can't remember I if we've done it think, before. I don't think we have. Well, I don't remember. Uh, well, Colditz, of course, uh, has David Tennant in it. It does. It does. Oh, no. I think I know uh, where I'm getting my cross wires because I remember we talked about Dalek Empire, I think it was, and David Tennant being in that, maybe. Oh, yeah, so maybe. So that, that maybe. might be, yeah, but yeah, this is David Tennant. David Tennant has a, a proper full role in this, doesn't he? That's right, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, let's play the trailer. You see? There's nothing to worry about. Hey, we don't know what's out there. It's a courtyard. Big buildings all around us. Some grass over there. I can't make out much. It's getting dark. I've just realised where we are, Ace. What's the problem? No time to explain. Come on. But we haven't even been shot at yet. It's only a matter of time I assure you. Run! Ah! Doctor! You are Britishers? Yeah, that's right. And Nazis. You will consider yourself my prisoners. For you, the war is over. It's a girl, isn't it? It can't be. Are you sure? It jolly well is, you know. It's a girl. Hey, kids, found yourself a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> we will learn everything about you in time, Fraulein Ace. Starting with your real name. I suppose you're going to get your jackbooted friend here to make me talk, are you? Well, don't bother. It is pointless trying to keep your secrets from us. We shall learn them all eventually. Our concern is appreciated, Captain, but unnecessary. This is Colditz Castle, right? There must be a hundred and one ways to escape from here. That's what it's famous for. Famous? (laughs) I don't know about that. Well, if you know as much as you claim, then you'll know that this is the escapers' prison. Right! I mean, it's where they put those officers who've escaped from other camps. This is the most secure prison in Germany. There you are, and it has the fantastic character of Klein in it, played by Tracy Childs, uh, created by the wonderful Steve Lyons. Great writer, done all sorts of things for us, and, and hopefully we'll do some more in the future. Uh, brilliant. I, I particularly like uh, his script, uh, Son of the Dragon, which is about the sort of the real Dracula. That was really good. Oh, can I just bung in the, the trailer for that as well? This is an accursed place. The land of the dragon. Where on earth are we? 
It looks like a bomb site. What happened here? He, he burned our homes, our livestock. Who, who was it? Who did this to you? It was the son of the dragon. The Impaler Prince? He's here in our camp. The man's a sadist. A sadist and a tyrant. The demon made flesh, the devil incarnate. It would be enlightening to meet the man himself, don't you think? See the truth with our own eyes. I am Dracula. That's some love right there. Yeah, really nice work. So anyway, yes, Colditz also had um, uh, Toby Longworth in, who uh, has done lots of work for Big Finish. Uh, not so much recently, but I am getting him back to do something uh, soon, very soon. Very exciting thing that's coming up. Can't really mention it, but I'm directing it next Monday. In fact, this Monday, uh, when you're listening to this podcast, hopefully. Cool. Talk about on on topic right there. That's Straight away, relevance. There. I like it. Yeah, but Dracula, yeah. Dracula, not Dracula, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at <laughs> the Dracula His mind is now. scrambled. Oh, it's cold it's, cold it's. Not to be confused with the um, BBC TV series, which I always used to take the mickey out of. It was, you know, based on... The, obviously, if you don't know what cold it's is, it's a big castle that was in Germany, and they used to put... During the Second World War, the Germans put all the Allied prisoners there who just kept escaping from other places because this was a huge, great castle that looked a bit like the Citadel from Curse of Peladon. It, it does. It's, it's a strange <laughs> one as well with, with cold it's. It should be the other way round, probably, yeah. Cold it's, in a way, is, is a weird one because despite the fact that it was actually a horrible, horrible place, it's all almost it's gained this sort of reputation for being this sort of fun domain of of soldiers who have these wacky attempts at escaping and um, well, i think they were all officers as well weren't they they, they were the be best escapees weren't they they, they yeah. were they were renowned escapees is that word escapees i think it is yeah it is um, it's is certainly a word uh, the, the thing i used to take the mickey out of the tv series for that was very cozy television <laughs> even though it dealt with really harsh issues and it, you know it was the, the head of the uh, escape committee would sort of say now i've had a word with the commandant <laughs> and he's not awfully happy about all these escape attempts so i wonder whether we can possibly do something to mollify him a little you know it was all terribly gentlemanly. oh it really know, was and the, and the commandant said, no, this really must not carry on. This is escaping. We do not like it. <laughs> that was Frank Germany there. Well, I remember with, <laughs> Frank Germany pops up in Colditz, believe it or not. Um, I think we, the original series of Colditz, the, the, the character who did best out of all that, wasn't that Kessler? Was it Kessler, Kessler from Cold? I think Kessler was in Colditz. Or was, or was yeah, he because in- then they spun him off into Secret Army. Didn't they? Oh, no, oh, they no, didn't. Maybe no, he Secret just came Army from Secret was, Army. Or... Yeah, and then they spun him off into a series called Kessler. That's, that... I'm right, aren't I, listeners? But isn't, right. I think the same actor is in Colditz. Bernard Hepton. I'm going to have to have look this up now. This is going to... Great actor, Bernard Hepton. I'm so bad at any, anything that involves mentioning who's been in what. I'll always get it wrong. That's part of my endearing charm. Bernard Hepton, there we are. Yeah, he is in it. There we go. So I'm not... He's 91 years old. Fair play to him. Professionally known as Bernard Hepton, uh, Francis Bernard Hepton-Store. The British actor and director of stage, film and television. Hepton was born in Bradford, West Riding. You're, I don't know why I'm reading this out. You can look it up on the internet. Anyway, he did. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I like uh, the Big Finish Colditz story because I remember... Um, I love I love World War Two stuff anyway, so that that always appeals to me. Yeah, me too. And and so in the original run of Doctor Who, there kind of wasn't a lot of, of World War Two stuff, really. Uh, understandably so, because obviously when Doctor Who started, it was still quite relevant. Hence why we got the Daleks. Um, so to get more World War Two stuff after um, uh, Fenric, Curse Fenric, it was really nice. So. So Colditz really appealed to me. So that's my that's where I felt driven to listen to it. Yeah, big sucker for World War Two. Love it. Love love all that. Oh, me too. That it's a, it's such a very uh, rewarding. I mean, it was a terrible, terrible time. Uh, one of the reasons that you know for me it's so significant because, as I've said, 
on many occasions. It was part of the narrative of my childhood because my parents and my grandparents talked about it all the time because they'd lived through it. And, you know, when you live through something like that, especially when, you know, things got so much better in the 60s, you look back at it. I think they look back, back at it incredulous that that had been part of their life, given what life was like now. I think how how can that, you know, because they lived in Southampton, which was bombed really um, significantly. I was looking at a book the other day about Southampton in the Blitz, you know, and I see... It's, I'm surprised there's any of Southampton left. I mean, it's just... Completely uh, decimated, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah, it? and that they lived through it. And they. Um, and my mother said that um, it never occurred... It's, it's interesting if history had been it turned out differently. It never occurred to them that they would lose. I mean, she was only a child at the time. Uh, uh, well, she was born in 1929, so, you know, the war started in 1939. Yeah, and such was the uh, force of propaganda of the day, I think, that... Uh, it never occurred to the general British population that they, they might lose. And yeah, of course, they came so, so very, very close to it on a number of occasions. But anyway, that's enough of the history lesson, I suppose. Colditz, there you go. There you go. Have a listen. Remember, just, just off topic really quickly. It was not off topic, it's on topic. But talking of the war really quickly... Um, I went to Germany, uh, I go to Germany an awful lot, I went to Mannheim is, is the place that I go, Mannheim was absolutely destroyed in the Second World oh, War, yes. completely obliterated, to the point where it was rebuilt after the war by the Americans, and so you go there and it's really like an American, everything, everywhere's blocks, it's all grid layout. The most interesting thing with that was I, uh, I was lifting some amplifiers and stuff into the basement of this uh, the place that I was staying, went into the basement in there, and I, I saw on the walls in there uh, loads of writing from where German uh, people had been uh, taking shelter from the Brits bombing. Uh, yeah, and that yeah. was the weirdest thing for me. That totally... I, I can't explain it because just, you get so familiar with, with with the way history is over in England and, and, and that British side of things. So to see it from the other side absolutely just changed the whole perspective for me, like instantly. And it had all their names on there and then it had um, 1943 scratched on there. And the, mm. the building's still there, but it, it just amazed me. But um, yeah. Yeah. History. Yes, uh, 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 and a really a controversial thing for me to say, but a reminder really that in war there aren't there aren't really any winners, not not, at all. not for the general population. An interesting thing about different perspectives of something like that. I was just reminded by something on Twitter today that um, from uh, the series of Mitchell and Webb, which is a comedy <laughs> sketch series, <laughs> you can uh, the bit with the they're playing Nazi officers in a sketch, and they're sort of chatting and then suddenly one of them just says oh, are we the paddies we just, we just seem to be doing really bad things you know, it's just a, this realisation by some Nazi officers that they actually might be the bad guys in the story you know? we have skulls on our hel- on our hats <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder if, if you know on Scaro if, if, if the Carleds ever just kind of stopped for a moment took a quick look at themselves and thought yeah, we we do look like real bad guys, don't we? <laughs> anyway, there you are. Uh, uh, you can always um, uh, rely on the Big Finish podcast to provide you with some great socio-political analysis <laughs> of uh, world affairs and history. Obviously, I know that's what you all download it for. That's what you all come here oh. for. <clears throat> oh, well. There we go, guys. So thanks for listening to that. And so now the podcast hurtles towards its inevitable destruction like a big slab of concrete impersonating a Vogon spaceship. (laughs) Just time now for Nick to round up the latest releases. Here we go. The Third Doctor Adventures Volume 2, Tim Trelaw as the Doctor and Katie Malling as Joe Grant. Two great adventures, don't miss them. Order of the Daleks, starring Colin Baker as the Doctor. Episode 1 is available for free on the site. There are stained glass Daleks in it all years. Doctor Who, The Early Adventures, The Revelli Conspiracy, Maureen O'Brien, Peter Purvis, The First Doctor, Stephen and Vicky, What's Not to Like. Torchwood, Outbreak, full cast action with John Barrowman and friends, brilliant stuff, unmissable. 
Survivors Series 5, post-apocalyptic pandemic survivors struggle to stay alive. Starring the cast of the original 1970s Terry Nation series. Unit Silenced, Gemma Redgrave and Ingrid Oliver start along with Warren Brown and Ramon Tickerham. And I play the Silence, Ooh. epic new series Doctor Who adventures. And any resemblance to current world political developments is seriously, ridiculously coincidental. <laughs> uh, when they when they wrote that, they had no idea what was going to happen with Brexit and Trump. They really didn't. And uh, and we actually changed things in post production to sort of make it less similar but then <laughs> something else happened and it oh dear so very sorry if anyone's offended go and have a listen see how offended you might be there you have it the latest releases there you go thanks for that nick and what a wonderful amount there to listen to that that really is a weekend and a half if you, you listen to <laughs> not all of that off. not off not off so there we go now it is time for us to say goodbye bye, bye. And finally, 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 Down Dare, the audio adventures are released next month. That's December. Here's the second part of our little tease of a minisode that will be available for free very soon. Enjoy! B7 Media presents Dan Dare, The Voyage to Venus. Dramatised for radio by Richard Curti and Bev Doyle. Now, if you really want to clear your father's name, I suggest you sit down and accept this mission. What mission? How big a risk are you prepared to take to get back into space, Colonel Dare? Risk is my job. You can take the blindfold off now, Colonel Dare. I don't know why you're bothered, sir. I'd have been interested to see New Duxford from the air. Uh, how did you... Eleven minutes north-northeast of London at 350 miles per hour. What else could it be? Well, needless to say, official secrets and all that. Take your firstborn, etc. Understood, sir. So much for money being tight. And this is just one shift. But trust me, we need every last man. They've got a lot to figure out. Couldn't you just pick the space program up where you left off? Funny you should mention that. Fact is, we didn't actually leave off. What? Shall we? Seven years ago, a strange vessel crashed near the military base in Lancashire. At first, we thought it was a spy plane. But when we got inside, it was packed with technology we simply couldn't understand. The Chinese? Way beyond them. Way beyond anything, human. You're telling me aliens landed? In Lancashire? There were no living creatures on board, but the technology promised wonders. Couldn't just ignore it. So the space program was restarted. Off the record. Right. Money can always be found when governments want it. If only it was that simple. The fact is, the white coats have unraveled all sorts. Plasma drives, nanobots, self-healing alloys, superbiotic drugs prove very tempting to industry. Space exploration shouldn't be exploited for greed. Surely you mean prosperity? Ah, there you are. Uh, Professor Jocelyn Peabody, Colonel Dan Dare. I believe it's customary to shake hands. Or not. Everything has to pay its way. But then I wouldn't expect a flyboy like you to understand. Too much time with your head in the clouds. I'd rather have my head in the clouds than stuck down a test tube. As a matter of fact, Peabody is just a scientist. She's research director for the Eagle Corporation. They're actually paying for all this. Which technically makes me your boss. You privatize the space program. Peabody's hardly an accountant. Probably knows more about aerodynamics than you do. There's more to flying than aerodynamics. Especially when you're flying to Venus. Venus? Sorry, I forgot to mention. These markings, we found them engraved on some of the hull fragments. Not like any language I've ever seen. They're pictographs, 
NASA used something similar on the Pioneer probes 70 years ago. So far, we've established they're a message from a creature called Sonda on Venus. Your translation must be wrong. Venus is too hostile for life. On the surface, it's all hot and toxic. Even worse than the Eagle boardroom. You want to try Whitehall? But in the cloud belt that surrounds the planet, there are more possibilities. That's where we're going. In a nutshell, your mission is to put Peabody's head in the clouds of Venus, so to speak. <clears throat> Moving on. With the launch date approaching, we need to ease the space program out of the shadows, which is where you come in, Colonel Dare. Handsome young pilot to capture the public imagination and all that. We don't want to miss a trick. So I'm just a marketing gimmick? No, 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 no. You're the brave commander who'll make first contact with an alien species. A bold step into the future. A remarkable moment in human history. Which is why we need someone who's easy on the eye. Easy on the eye? That's why I'm here. No, we all admire your flying skills. Goes without saying naturally. But there's a bigger picture to think about as well. So, what do you say, Dad? Ten applications on your desk and you still have to ask. <laughs>